just like any other artificial intelligence. It's not always going to be perfect the first time. It's not even necessarily going to be a great end product the first time. As this technology continues to develop, it's only going to get better. We've had AI for just a few months and already we have all of these tools. They're going to get better and every single week they are getting better. You won't be replaced by artificial intelligence, but you will be replaced by someone who knows how to use it. Some other people who are also a lot smarter than me predict that AI will be responsible for the first trillion dollar business that the world has ever seen. Personally, I believe that artificial intelligence is the next big wave. If we think about the people who were using the internet in the early 90s and learned to capitalize on it and get the most out of it, those are the people who won in the 2000s. The people who learned to use social media and get the most out of it in the 2000s are the people who had the most success in the 2010s. The people who learn to use AI right now, get the most out of it, capitalize on it, and who are on the cutting edge of this technology are the people who are going to be reaping the benefits, oftentimes the monetary benefits, Benefits in the coming decades. And speaking of decades, that's one of the crazy things about this new AI technology is that in the past, technology moved fast, and that's something that we're used to, but it usually moved over the course of years. Currently, AI is advancing at the pace of days or weeks. Think about when the first iPhone was released. It took us an entire year to get the second iPhone. With AI, ChatGPT just hit the scene in December of 2022, and now, five or six months later, we have thousands of different AI technologies that are being used by different content creators, and they're constantly rapidly evolving, piggybacking off one another, and creating even more capabilities for entrepreneurs and creators alike. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you 17 tools that I've recently discovered that I'm either using or looking forward to using very soon in my own business and content creation. Many of these tools are very easy to use and the majority of them are free. Also, a lot of these tools and technologies that I'm going to be recommending today are piggybacking off of the ChatGPT system, which if you don't know what that is or you're not super familiar with it, I would recommend going back and listening to some of our previous episodes about ChatGPT. We've done a handful of them now talking about the very basics when it first was released, what the heck even is it, what are some capabilities of it, and I'm still using it to this day and continuing to get better at it. And before we even get into this list, let me just say, if you haven't already, ChatGPT is probably the best place to start and get familiar with what AI even is. And ChatGPT will give you better results based off of the prompts that you give it. The more specific of prompts, the better the questions you can ask it, the better information you will get back. And so something that I've been doing recently is before I ask ChatGPT to tell me something or to help me with a project, I will ask ChatGPT to ask me questions. An example of this was recently I was coming up with new roles and responsibilities for my personal assistant and I turned to ChatGPT. And here's what I said to ChatGPT. I'm an entrepreneur with a personal assistant. I'm looking to add some new roles and responsibilities to her to-do list and job responsibilities. I want you to give me a list of tasks and projects that I could potentially outsource to her to save myself time, energy, money, and effort, as well as things that can make my life more efficient and peaceful. Before giving me that list of tasks and recommendations, it's important that you get to know me, my business, and my life. So before we proceed, please start by asking me questions that will help you better understand me and my business. 
From there, ChatGPT asked me a series of questions to get to know me better. Basically, what this is doing is it's reverse engineering the prompt. So rather than having a complex, some super long multi-paragraph prompt where you're giving ChatGPT your life story and just kind of guessing at what it would need to know in order to give you the best results, you are instead literally telling ChatGPT to come up with the questions that it needs to give you the best results. It then formulated some questions. It said, what is the nature of your business and your industry? What are your personal and professional goals in the short term and in the long term? What do you enjoy doing in your free time? And are there any hobbies or interests that you would like to have more time for? It asked me things like, are there any specific tasks or projects that you've been putting off due to lack of time or resources that you may like your personal assistant to tackle? I then answered those questions for ChatGPT and upon answering them, it circled back to my original prompt and said, thank you for providing this detailed information about your business preferences and current situation. Based on your answers, here's a list of tasks and projects that you could potentially outsource to your personal assistant to save time, energy, and money, as well as make your life more efficient and peaceful. And it gave me about 10 different recommendations. They were broken down into easy to read bullet points. And I really felt that this was a much better response than what I would have gotten if I gave it a more general or more vague prompt. And I actually applied a very similar prompt to creating more content on Instagram. So I basically took the same approach with starting by asking ChatGPT to ask me questions before asking it to help me to come up with content for my Instagram. Remember, it's all about the prompts. It's all about the questions you are asking it. And so I know this might be foreign to some of you. I know some of you might be brand new to AI, but the better the prompt is, the better the question is, the better response you will get. So just keep practicing, keep experimenting and keep listening to other people. That's one of my favorite things that I've been doing so far in this AI revolution is recognizing that I ain't the best prompt creator. I ain't the best person at coming up with these questions, but there are so many other creators who are coming up with creative ways to ask questions. There are so many other entrepreneurs who are coming up with really thoughtful and intentional prompts for ChatGPT, and oftentimes they're sharing them on social media, and then I'm able to use those same prompts, apply them to my niche or industry or whatever my needs are, and get similar results. And speaking of, that's basically what I'm about to do for you. I'm going to share 17 different tools and resources that I've recently discovered or used that have some sort of AI component to them. And I'll also explain to you what they do so you can gauge whether or not this would be beneficial or helpful for you and your business. The first one is actually what I use for my editing on social media. And when I say it, you might not even recognize that there's AI components to it because maybe you already use this app yourself. It's CapCut. CapCut is an official partner with Meta and with TikTok, and it's my go-to editing service. It's super easy to use. There's a mobile and a desktop app for CapCut, and it just makes editing your videos so much easier. But the way that it uses artificial intelligence, or maybe I should say the way that I use its artificial intelligence, is with the closed captions feature. CapCut can automatically generate closed captions for you. And so if you have seen any of my Instagram reels or shorts or TikToks recently, especially those ones with the really cool captions that kind of pop up on the screen and have animations and effects, that is done almost automatically within CapCut. I should say that the captions are actually added automatically. And then the only thing that might be tweaked is me changing the color of something or adding a little animation here and there. But that automation in and of itself is such a time saver. So I don't have to manually type out the captions for every single post. 
Speaking of captions, my second tool for you is the captions app. The captions app, yes, can be used for automatic closed captions, but the AI feature that I think is the coolest about the captions app that some people have seen, and it's kind of freaky the first time you see it, is an eye contact artificial intelligence. So basically, I could be looking at my laptop. I could be reading the script off to the side of the camera. So my face is looking at the camera, my face is directed towards the lens, but my eyes are actually looking off screen, maybe reading my script or reading the bullet points, whatever. The AI can make it look like my eyes are still looking at the screen. This means that you don't have to memorize scripts, you don't have to read off of a teleprompter, you don't have to you know, have a pre-planned monologue that you have to worry about getting wrong like I just did. Instead, you can literally just read off of your script looking at it and the AI will make it look like instead you are looking right into the camera lens, which is great for engagement. It's great for connectivity with your audience. It is a little creepy the first time you see it and the first time you record a video with it, but it's a really powerful tool, especially if you're someone who struggles with creating content and looking at the camera and remembering what to say. The third tool is actually two different tools that do the same thing. The first is GitMunch, and that's the tool that I've been primarily using. It's the one that I have been partnered with on my Instagram that I've been using for my own YouTube and YouTube Shorts. And another version of an app that does the same thing is Opus.pro. And basically what these two AI tools do is they take long-form content, like a podcast, like a YouTube video, and they condense it into short form vertical video clips. But here's the difference. It doesn't just like crop your video and then pull out random segments. Instead, it listens to the video and it cross-references what you're saying with what's currently trending, what's searchable on YouTube, what short 30 to 60 second snippets would be great sound bites for social media. The AI has been trained to pick out the best moments in your say 30 minute long YouTube video and automatically cut it out, make it a vertical video, so crop it, and then trim it so that it's just that most engaging moment, most searchworthy moment, and it can even add automatic closed captions like the Captions or CapCut app. The next tool is one that I haven't used personally, but I've been seeing other people use it, and it's so cool. It's called Waymark, and essentially it can create commercials for you, for your brand, for your business, whatever it may be, based off of some prompts that you give it. So rather than hiring an entire agency and a bunch of creators and directors and actors and actresses to film a commercial for you, or even paying someone tens of thousands of dollars to make some sort of animated commercial, you can create these animated, automatically generated commercials using Waymark. Now I should say that Waymark, just like any other artificial intelligence, the ones I've already listed and the ones I'm going to list, it's not perfect. And it's not always going to be perfect the first time. It's not even necessarily going to be a great end product the first time. But as you refine your prompts and as this technology continues to develop, it's only going to get better. We're only a few months into this technology even existing. So put that into perspective. Think about how long we've had computers or how long we've had the internet or how long we've had social media even, and how much it's progressed. We've had AI for just a few months, and already we have all of these tools. They're going to get better, and every single week they are getting better. 
Instagram is a beast. There is no lie that every single week the algorithm changes, there's a million new features, there's so much to keep track of, so much you have to worry about, and all you're trying to do is scroll your business, trying to get more customers and make more sales on Instagram. That is why we created the Insta Club Hub to help you learn exactly what you need to know to stay up to date with the changes that are actually relevant to you as a business owner and to help you grow your following and customer base on Instagram. You can check it out, best part, for only $7. You can join a two-week trial for only $7. That's 50 cents per day for two weeks. And all you have to do to grab that trial offer is go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. Again, that link will be down in the description. But right now, while you're listening, you can just open up your Safari browser or whatever internet browser you use and just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. We've had AI for just a few months and already we have all of these tools. They're gonna get better and every single week they are getting better. Fifth on my list is one that I'm super excited to start using. It's called Do Not Pay. And Do Not Pay calls itself the world's first robot lawyer. Essentially what Do Not Pay can do is scan through your receipts, scan through your transactions, scan through your emails and find money that you've left behind it can find subscription services that you might be paying for unknowingly, and it can find charges that might be easy to dispute. I saw a great video of a guy recently who turned his entire financial management over to AI, and one of the tools he used was Do Not Pay. And Do Not Pay found a list of different charges that he might be able to easily dispute. One of those was Wi-Fi from, I believe, a United Airlines flight, and it said this charge is something that could be easily disputed if there was some sort of malfunction or discrepancy with the Wi-Fi. Like, did it work properly, basically? This is what the AI asked him. And he said, no, the Wi-Fi actually didn't work properly on that flight. It was malfunctioning. It kept crashing. It didn't work. And so after telling the AI that that's what happened on his flight, the AI was able to write up a letter and send that letter to United. And this is all completely legal. This is in the terms and service agreements. United received the letter and because it was factual, because the Wi-Fi wasn't working on that flight, he was able to get reimbursed for the charge of that in-flight Wi-Fi. The sixth tool is called GPT Excel, and you guessed it, it's for Microsoft Excel and Google Sheets. Basically, you can give it a layman's term of what you want to happen. You can say, hey, I want to add up everything in this column, or I want to alternate the colors in this column and bold anything that is over the number 20. I don't know. You can come up with any sort of description of what you want to happen in Google Sheets or in Microsoft Excel, and it will give you GPT Excel will give you the formula that you can plug in to the spreadsheet to make that happen. What I'm noticing with a lot of these tools is these are things that I took entire courses on in college. When I was a freshman at Georgetown University, I was in their business school, and one of the first classes that I took was essentially intro to using Excel. We were learning different formulas, we were learning how to create things, we were learning data visualization, and now, GPT Excel can give all of that to me in just a matter of seconds without me having to remember or know any of these things. So it's kind of crazy how much things have changed even just within the last few years. My seventh tool for you is actually four tools that do all the same thing, and they are previewed.app, jitter.video, 
mockrocket.io and mockupworld.co. And what all of these do is they do animated mockups. So if you've ever seen, I think the easiest way to think about this is when you see those like Apple commercials and there's like a cool display that's on an iPhone or someone is showing you what their app looks like and they're showing it kind of mocked up of what it would look like on someone's phone or on someone's watch or on someone's computer. That's what these tools can do is they can automatically create mockups for you that look very visually appealing. They look beautifully created, great graphic design, and it's done in just a few seconds automatically. Tool number eight is called Imagica, and it is an app builder. So instead of having to pay tens of thousands of dollars to get apps built and designed and made, Imagica can do that for you. Tool number nine is called Bardeen, and it can automate repetitive tasks. Basically, it can look for things that you do repetitively in your workflow or throughout your day, and it can start to automate those things for you. Tool number 10 is called Better Legal Assistant, and this also exists as a plugin, which I should note a lot of these exist as plugins. So you can plug them into your web browser. I use Google Chrome, and then it just kind of exists in your toolbar. So you don't even have to go to a separate website or download a special app. It's just right there existing on your native internet browser. But what Better Legal Assistant can do is kind of like be a virtual lawyer. So I know earlier we talked about Do Not Pay, which touts itself as the world's first robot lawyer but what Better Legal Assistant can do is it can summarize contracts in layman's terms. So it can take this really long multi-page contract, maybe for your social media agreement for you know promoting a brand, maybe you're doing a brand partnership, and it can break down that long, lengthy, confusing contract and put it in terms that you can understand and summarize it so you know, are you getting a good deal? Are you getting a bad deal? Basically, what are these technical terms that are actually in the contract? What are they saying? What do they mean? Tool number 11 is another two-in-one, two tools that do the same thing, and they are so flipping cool. They'll make you seem so much more professional, and they'll save you a ton of time and effort. They are Weight Room and Fireflies AI, and what these both offer is a Zoom meeting assistant. So essentially, you can have an AI bot join your Zoom meetings. You could even name it your assistant, Brock's assistant, or something like that, and then during the course of the meeting, it will transcribe the audio and take notes for you. You can even train some of these meeting assistants to be sales closers or or sales representatives for you, kind of assist in the actual meeting process. But what I like to use them for and what I think they're base known for is just basically being note takers during your meetings so they can keep you up to date with what was said over the course of that one hour long Zoom meeting. Tool number 12 is called Hypotenuse AI, and Hypotenuse AI is a really popular tool for automatic content creation. To be totally honest, I haven't used it a ton yet. I don't know what its capabilities are, but a lot of content creators are a big fan of Hypotenuse because of its aid and assistance in content creation. Tool number 13 would be great for my mom and her ADHD struggles. It is called Timely AI and it's a time tracker. It basically tracks where you spend your time, where you get distracted, and then it helps you not just categorize and keep track of where you spend your time, but it also gives suggestions and recommendations as how you could optimize your time and be more efficient. Tool number 14 is called Honesta, and it is a sales process automating AI. So basically, it can help you automate different aspects of your sales process, your sales funnel, which should make sales and customer acquisition more easy and more automated. 
Tool number 15 is called Descript, and what it can do is generate voice from text, but it can generate your voice. The more examples of your voice, the more videos and podcasts and audio recordings that you can give it of you, of course, the better. And then basically from there, it will generate what your voice sounds like. It's crazy. Just like a lot of these AIs, they're crazy. And then you can type in text of what you want it to say, and it will read it in your voice. Again, it's not perfect. Sometimes it's sounds a little bit auto-tuned, sometimes sounds a little bit robotic, but compare this to what we had five years ago, which was essentially nothing. This is mind-blowing stuff. Tool number 16 is Rose AI, and Rose AI does data visualization and data summary or analysis. Again, this is something that I took an entire class on in college. I spent an entire semester learning about data visualization and how to summarize, collect, and analyze data, and now Rose AI can do that for me automatically in just a few seconds. Tool number 17 is copy.ai, and this is a great copywriting tool for your emails. Again, it might not always be perfectly in your voice, but it can write powerful marketing and copy emails in just a few seconds based off the prompts you give it. And I know I told you it was going to be 17, but as I was making this list, I just couldn't cut it down. So we're actually going to give you 20 different tools. So I have three more tools for you. Tool number 18 is AI PRM for ChatGPT. And basically, this is a database of prompts. So, you know, earlier we talked about how the better prompts you give it, the better questions you ask, the better answers you will receive. Well, this is basically a database of plug and play Mad Lib style prompts for AI and other ChatGPT related intelligence. And so it's really powerful. It takes the guesswork out, it takes the creativity even out of coming up with what these prompts are. A very useful tool, especially if you're using. ChatGPT on the regular. The next tool, the second to last one on the list, and I should say that these aren't in any particular order. This is just in order that I put them in. It's not like worst to best or anything like that, is fastreply.io. And fastreply.io allows you to quickly and automatically respond to people on Twitter. And I think one other platform, it might be YouTube, it might be Facebook. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that, but it's definitely Twitter. And so it allows you to automatically reply quicker and it starts to learn what your responses are. And so it can automate that social component and that interaction of outbound marketing and connecting with other people on social media. The final tool that I have for you today is called Gamma.app. And Gamma basically allows you to create AI presentations, web pages, and documents. This one is another one that's mind-blowing, super cool, super powerful. Basically, you give it a prompt, you tell it what you want the website to look like or what you want the presentation to say, and then it will generate it for you. And you have total customization over what each page says, over what the color schemes, the photos, it adds all of that for you. And it's mind-blowing. So again, all of these tools, they're mind-blowing, they're crazy, they're rapidly advancing, they're not perfect yet, but I want to encourage you, if any of these stood out today, if as I was talking you were like, oh, I would love email marketing copywriting assistance, or oh, I would love a, a Zoom meeting assistant, or oh my gosh, I would love if I could just read off of a script and I don't have to make eye contact with the camera, but it still looked like I was making eye contact with the camera. If any of that stood out to you, I want to encourage you to just follow that curiosity. Chase it down the rabbit hole, experiment, test things out, try things out, and you'll learn. And that will make you leaps and bounds better than any other creator or entrepreneur who's stuck in this place of fear. 
fear. And I want to address that fear because I recognize that this can be unsettling. And there are lots of negatives. There are lots of ethical concerns that have, are being raised and have yet to be addressed or answered within the AI community. And I don't think it's my place necessarily to pass judgment or share my opinions on this podcast. Instead, I'm just trying to share these tools and technologies with you. You can be the decider for yourself how and if you want to use these. But I do want to encourage you to at least dip your toe in the water, experiment with some of these because they can really save you time, save you energy and effort. And how flippin' awesome would it be if you could spend a couple more hours with your family every week or a couple more hours doing something that you love, chasing your passion project because you're allowing AI to automate those things that otherwise might take you a lot of time. Thank you so much for listening today. We really appreciate it. So a great way to make sure that you never miss an episode in the future is to hit that subscribe button. But again, thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. And as always, happy networking.